A doctor loses his license after performing an amputation on the back porch. And a safe containing 1 million yen was stolen from the Ninja Museum. And parents in Italy no longer have to financially support their adult children, a court ruled. These are the weird stories from around the world. And today is Thursday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm recording in a closet. My name is Jonesy. I have some weird stories from around the earth. You're listening to Weird AF News. A doctor loses his license after performing an amputation on the back porch. Oh, yeah, back porch operation. Missouri, oh, the land of DIY operations and renegade doctors. A Missouri doctor has lost his license after amputating a patient's gangrenous toe on the back porch of his rural office. A gangrenous, did I say that correctly? A toe that has gangrene. Yeah, you have to amputate that toe from my understanding. You can't let the gangrene fester and crawl up the rest of your leg. Then you'll have to amputate the leg. So you got to get the toe off. Uh, why he did it on a back porch, we need more information. The Missouri State Board of Registration for the Healing Arts ordered that John Urie's physician and surgeon license be revoked. Yuri had been practicing in deep water, Missouri. <laughs> deep water, Missouri. Oh, that sounds like a place where like terrible backwoods shit happens every day. You don't want any operations happening on your person if you're in deep water, Missouri. I don't even want to go to the dentist in deep water, Missouri. <laughs> He's just pulling my tooth out with a crowbar. The documents filed by the Board of Registration say that Yuri's office doubled as a machine shed and lacked running water. It lacked restrooms. It even lacked an examination table. Nah, that's what the front porch is for. <laughs> you just, just lay on the lay on the wooden planks. That's the examination table. Come on, it's deep water, Missouri. I love how it doubled as a machine shed. The doctor's office slash machine shed. Yeah, come on in. Sure, sure. What do you got? A, you got strep throat? And I'll uh, sharpen your kitchen knives for you. The board order says... That Yuri amputated a patient's toe on the back porch of his office, which is a non-sterile environment. <laughs> yeah, definitely the porch is a non-sterile environment. My guess is also the doctor's office slash machine shop is very non-sterile of an environment, a place you shouldn't be practicing anything. I'll bet you actually the back porch was cleaner than the doctor's office slash machine shop. The patient was probably like, uh, can you get me on the porch or something? I feel very uncomfortable in this machine shop. This doesn't feel like you're a real doctor, at least on the porch. Maybe I can pretend that I'm in a doctor's office. Yuri reportedly explained that the procedure was not done optimally and he had a lapse in judgment. <laughs> a lapse in judgment. How about the lapse in judgment where you're just operating uh, as a doctor when you're really like a carpenter or a machine shop worker of some sort. I question that you're a doctor overall. So the records show no antibiotics were administered to the patient before or after the operation. And uh, the Board of Registration describes instances where Yuri improperly prescribed painkillers to two different patients. Wow. He probably prescribed painkillers to way more than two different patients, I would say. In fact, I'll bet you his sole purpose of becoming a doctor in the backwoods part of Missouri is just to get a hold of some painkillers for him and his customers. I'm sure this guy's just a drug dealer operating out of a machine shop is what I'm saying here. 
The board issued an order saying that Yuri cannot apply for reinstatement of his license for two years. That seems a little lenient, if in my opinion. This guy should be banned forever. He amputated a toe on a back porch. How are you going to let him reapply in two years to be a doctor again? Are you, do you have you know such a lack of doctors in backwoods Missouri that you would allow a man that sells painkillers and operates out of a machine shop to like you know apply to get his license back? This seems crazy to me. This dude should not be allowed around patients. This guy will take out your appendix with a sawzall. That's how he does business. A safe full of cash was stolen from the Ninja Museum. A Ninja Museum located in central Japan said that their safe containing cash totaling over 1 million yen, which is about 9,000 to 10,000 USD, has been stolen from its office. The Iga Ryu Ninja Museum in me Perfecture, dedicated to the history of the famous Iga clan of ninja, notified the police after a security alarm at the museum's office was activated at 1.30 in the morning on Monday. Well, a few minutes later, the police found the entrance of the museum's office was forced open with a tool believed to be a crowbar, while the safe, usually located by the wall, was missing. That's right, the safe filled with ninja cash. Uh, where the hell were the ninjas at 1.30 a.m.? You should have a whole team of ninjas guarding your safe, I'd imagine. This is a ninja museum. There's no ninjas there to protect the property? I don't understand it. Look, you you should have no problem finding a ninja to you know guard your shit after hours. I mean, there's a lot of ninjas out of work right now. This is, if you haven't noticed, hello, we're in the middle of a pandemic here. Ninjas need jobs, okay? Guarding a safe, that's easy. That's a layup for a ninja. The article gives some measurements of of the safe that was broken into, which I find to be useless information. And then it says it contained money from admission fees collected over the weekend from around 1,100 people, according to the museum. This is a very popular tourist attraction in the area, this ninja museum. (laughs) Well, no one's going to trust you now that you're in the news for, you know, being broken into and having your goods stolen. You know, you're not a, a, you're not a, a proper ninja facility, it would seem, to an outsider at this point. Am I being too harsh? But I feel like, you know, you got to guard your shit if you're a ninja museum. If you're wondering what kind of experience you can have at a ninja museum, uh, in addition to just laughing at them for not having any ninja security overnight, uh, the facility features a traditional ninja house, some interactive experiences. Ooh, interactive experiences. What's that all about? You get to witness uh, some criminals break in and steal the money. Uh, allowing visitors to learn about the tools that the ninja used that you didn't use to protect your safe, apparently. You can also, oh, check this out. You can visit the place and throw a traditional shuriken, uh, Chinese star, they call, we called them when I was a kid, although the ninjas, you know what's weird is we call them Chinese stars, but they're, they're Japanese. The, the ninja is a, is a Japanese warrior. <laughs> How did that come about? You can throw a shuriken, star-shaped weapon and you can watch some ninja shows watch ninja shows i can watch ninja shows right now on my laptop that's weird iga is home to one of the two most famous ninja clans along with koka in the neighboring shiga prefecture well i'll bet you koka's laughing at you now iga for not protecting your your safe Aha, did you hear about that other ninja museum across town yeah yeah they they had all of their money stolen yeah isn't that isn't that a disgrace a disgrace to the ninja clan Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Parents in Italy no longer have to financially support their adult children, a court rules. Italian young adults do not have the automatic right to the financial support from their folks, even if they aren't financially independent. So has ruled Italy's Supreme Court. This is fascinating. In a judgment made public Friday, a court in Rome ruled against the appeal of a 35-year-old part-time music teacher who still expected financial support from his parents, claiming that his annual income of 20,000 euros was not adequate. Judge Maria Cristina Giancola, who was the chair of the court, wrote, Reducing his adolescent ambitions, the adult child is bound to find a way to self-support himself. <laughs> I love it. Reducing his adolescent ambitions. You mean to, to be in a band? <laughs> He's a music teacher, part-time. That means, that tells me this guy's still trying to make it in the music industry. He's got a band on the side. They're like a uh, progressive rock band, probably. Um, and the judge is like, you know what? You need to reduce those ambitions. In other words, give up your dream and go get a real job. That's like the nice way uh, the judge said it. <laughs> Reducing adolescent ambitions. Well, we have a lot of people that need to reduce their adolescent ambitions in the United States as well, I would imagine. Uh, there's a lot of people in their 30s moving back in with their folks. This seems to be a thing that happens in our country as well. Uh, the Supreme Court here... Uh, the sentence concluded a five-year case and a, a first ruling of its kind from a judge uh, which affirmed the right of the plaintiff to get a monthly allowance of 300 euros from his parents. Wow, this is crazy that you would take your parents to court over this stuff too. This makes me think that this guy's a real jerk and I'm glad that his claim was denied. You, you shouldn't be taking your parents to court for an allowance or to force them to allow you to live there as well. I mean, you're 35 years old, sir. Uh the ruling here says, uh, while a child with physical or mental impairment has specific protection in the Italian law system, the financial support of parents cannot continue indefinitely if this is not the case. That's right. If you're not physically or mentally impaired, although there's a lot of people that are uh, mentally impaired in the U.S. I mean, how many people in their 30s are still on the Prozac and all that other stuff? I mean, you could probably make a case here that you're mentally impaired and then force your parents to take you in and give you an allowance and feed you every day. Oh, it's a tricky situation, guys. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a parent, so I can't really, I can't really make a, you know, a valid point of view opinion on whether or not you, you know, you should be taking care of your children into the 30s, into the 40s. I mean, at what age do you cut this situation off? I mean, it's very, very tricky. As some of you are parents. Maybe you want to call the show and tell me what you think of this. Some of you are probably parents that have your adult child living with you, even. You know, right now it's kind of permissible, I guess, because it is a pandemic and we're all struggling. People can't pay rent, et cetera. But in normal, you know, in in the case of like we're living in a normal world, I mean, do you let your kid just live there until he's 40 or, or she is 40? Um, call the show 646-450-2012. Furthermore, the judge in this case noted that the difficulties in finding a job that meets professional expectations is no excuse uh, for an adult child. The judge said the adult child must in any case actively search for a job to ensure an independent livelihood. The Italian National Institute of Statistics did a study in 2019 that showed 
64% of Italy's young adults between the ages of 18 and 34 still live at home with their parents. Of these adults, only 36% are students and 38% are employed, while 24% are in search of a job, the study found. That is a large number of young adults living with their parents. 64% between the ages of 18 and 34. I'll bet you it's really skewed towards the early 20s, I'd imagine. Um, You probably find 30 and over, much, much smaller numbers. But I'd imagine we have some similar numbers in the U.S. I don't know for sure. Now, Italy is not the only country to experience these requests from adult children. Uh, There's similar statistics in southern European countries such as Spain and France. But they claim Italy is definitely the worst. The phenomenon is so familiar in Italy that former Prime Minister Mario Monti nicknamed it Bambocioni. Bambocioni, which means big babies, to identify the generation of young Italians who still live at home into their late 30s. Wow. Italian young people must be more courageous, must find the will to take risks. But that's difficult if your mom keeps on bringing you a cup of coffee to bed every morning. I don't know what that accent was. I was attempting Italian. Uh, But I agree with the quote. It's hard to be courageous and take risks and pull yourself up by your bootstraps if your mother's bringing you a cup of coffee to bed every morning. Although I would really... I would really relish that activity if my mother was to bring me a cup of coffee in bed every morning. Ah, now that's a that's a good life. Call the show, by the way, 646-450-2012. I've said it twice, which is too many times. Yay! Hey, my fellow weirdos. Thanks again for listening to Weird AF News and supporting the show. I appreciate you. Please tell a friend about it. Um, you know, especially a friend that might benefit from hearing some weird, funny stories as opposed to mainstream news, which can really make you want to put a gun inside your mouth and pull that trigger because it is terrible. I don't know what song that is, but I'm, you know, I'm just improvising here and I'm very caffeinated. I want to give thanks to Jen Myers from Hamburg, Arkansas. I know I make fun of Arkansas quite a bit on this show uh, because I think people are People living there are crazy, but <laughs> I think Arkansas is fighting Florida for the uh, the crown of most ridiculous state in the United States. Um, but obviously, Jen Jen Myers is an angel. Uh, she's written the show. She's a big time supporter of the show. She wrote, I listen to Weird AF News every day, Jonesy, getting ready for work on my Alexa. I'm a respiratory therapist and I work the night shift. With all of, with all of, with all of these deaths and sick COVID patients, your stories give me something to share with the nurses and the staff at work to give us something to laugh about. Um, by the way, I'm from Arkansas and work in Louisiana. I heard your rant about all of us. No offense taken. There are some idiots all over the world today. But really, Jonesy, Florida takes the cake. Keep it up. I'm hooked. Love you, Jen. She, then I wrote her um, that I'm going to give her a shout out. And I asked where she worked. She works at St. Francis Medical Center in Monroe, Louisiana. And so I want to give a shout out to everybody working at St. Francis Medical Center in Monroe, Louisiana. The people working on those COVID front lines with the patients and really, really the true heroes of this whole battle are the people working in hospitals, the nurses, the co-workers of Jen Myers from Hamburg, Arkansas. Um, and, and I'm so grateful for people like this. And we all should be. And we all should sh- show support to uh, you know our nurses and doctors that are and, and all employees of, of hospitals at this moment, because working at a hospital right now is dangerous. You're endangering yourself. You're putting your life on the line. 
to save others, which is such a selfless act. And I'm so grateful for people like this. You know, Th- this world gets me down all the time when I think about how many people are selfish out there. People are doing, you know, well, of course, if you if you host a show about uh, Florida, you're going to feel <laughs> you're going to lose the, the confidence and your faith in humanity. But then I get, you know, a message from Jen from Arkansas. And then my faith is renewed in humanity because I get to I get like a, an up close glimpse uh, into the life of somebody who is actually saving lives. And that makes me feel good. That should make us all feel good. Um, so, yeah, big shout out to Jen and everybody working at the hospital. Uh, you guys can always reach out to me and say what's up. I love, love to hear from fans. Uh, Jen reached me through Instagram, which you can as well, at Funny Jones. You can also call the show. I left the number. The email is funnyjones at gmail.com. As always, I have to uh, I have to sell you on my Patreon, um, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you can support the show for a couple of bucks a month and um, get some bonus content and have that good feeling, that good feeling inside that you're doing something good by supporting a daily weird news podcast, which I think is the only one in, in existence. Um, so, yeah. Uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I want to thank people who called the show uh, earlier in the week. I'm posting some calls, publishing some calls after this outro, so stick around for that. And if you haven't already, check out the official website of Weird AF News, which just was just launched. And I want to thank those of you who have uh, joined the Patreon because uh, that money has been put towards things like building a website. So, um Yes, the website seems very nice. We're, you know, working on getting the final back end things in order, but right now it is viewable and it is, does seem to be working. So, you know, check it out. Give me some feedback on that. Weirdafnews.com. I appreciate all of you once again, and uh, we, we will see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, hey, weirdos. Just a short disclaimer um, I lost power in my apartment. And uh, therefore, no internet after after I recorded this, and therefore I cannot extract the the messages that were left for me and to publish those on this episode. So, I'll publish your phone calls tomorrow on the Friday episode. Uh, of course, assuming I get power back. Ah, gotta love this heat wave in Southern California.